are again for a brand new the sit down with Big Vito and company. And I know Colin's normally on with you guys. He's on his honeymoon. So virtue myself, I am back with Dr. Jargo, Mr. J, and of course, the former WCW hardcore champion, Big Vito Lagrasso. Gentlemen, what's up? What's going on, guys? What's going? Mr. Vito, Mr. What's up? Mr. Jargo, go ahead. Get it off your chest. Start the show up hot, brother. If you are a construction worker in the state of Illinois or the state of Indiana, you can jump off the I-465 bridge and fall to your puddling death. I was just stuck in traffic for an hour and a half after being in a car for like seven goddamn hours in my town. It took me like an hour and a half to get home once I get to Indianapolis. It's absolutely ridiculous. Nobody can get anywhere. It's, it's like an AEW booking meeting downtown. It's absurd. Wow, it's heavy. It gets and pretty we, crappy here in Ohio, too. You know, it, and, and we didn't even talk about Aaron Riff yet. Right? Oh. right hey, I you know, there's no... Aaron listen, Riff. I figured this one out. They, yeah. He canceled the review tonight. That's why we did it Tuesday, and Jargo was on. And I was trying to figure out what could Aaron Rift be doing on a Thursday night where he couldn't do the review, and it dawned on me. Him and Wifey are probably going to the premiere of the Halloween Ends movie. No, that's what I. That's what I think. I honestly think that they're going to the movies tonight. But speculation he time. He could have sat at home and watched it on the cock. That's what we're doing tomorrow, my dad and I. Yep. Hold on, let me say. I love my wife, God. She's running the whole effing show. <laughs> so that's what I think happened. All right, here we go, guys. Here we go. It is to sit down where Big Vito feeds the topics of the day, and we got the in-house Miss Noel with the wow. All right, here we go, guys. Now, guys, hot topics, hot topics, and um, controversy in football, okay? Tom oh, Brady, head injuries, uh, special calls for special people. Dak Prescott, you know, um, we covered it this week. Guys, what do you think about the um, education of concussions up to this point in professional sports? I mean, they're getting better, but it's not perfect. I mean, look at the whole Tua thing, right? He probably shouldn't have been playing. Now, did I hear – did I read this correctly? Is he going to be cleared to practice soon already that quick? Like, how sure are they that this guy's not effed up? Like, it's just – I don't know, man. Do you cost them their livelihood to keep them safe? Hell yeah, you do. Or, do. or do the owners get greedy because they're paying these guys so much money and there's loopholes to keep them on the field? That I don't know, man. I, I'm just I'm indifferent right now. I feel like they've made a lot, you know, strides, but it's definitely not perfect. Mr. Jago, I think they've made strides, but they've gone too far inside of them. Once you start hurting the integrity of the game because you're trying to protect one position over the other 20 positions, 21 positions on the field, that I have a problem. Like, if you're going to enforce it, then enforce it, but let's not just make it one-sided towards quarterback. Like, it feels like there's one set of rules if you're hitting a quarterback, one set of rules if you're hitting a wide receiver, another set of rules if you're hitting legitimately anybody else, including protesters that run onto the field. Shout out to Bobby Wagner. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. You know, more than the whole NFL thing with the roughing the passer calls and, you know, concussions still happening and having the players play too soon, whatever. 
what's up with these like people going out on the field? Now, granted, the protester at the Rams Stadium was a protester. I think once you're there, if security's chasing you down, which what would have happened, Jargo, if security caught that streaker with the pink smoke bomb? They would have tackled him, right? So a player in pads did it instead because the security guys couldn't catch him. Now they're pressing charges against the player. And I'm not even talking about the other incident yet, which is pissing me off. Well, I mean, I, I think any judge that is going to invoke any kind of charges against Bobby Wagner, it needs to be taken out of office, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. what, what, as soon as you enter onto the field of play and you start running away from security guards, you're fair game as far as I'm concerned. It's the way it's done in wrestling. You get into the ring, you are fair game. You're yep. done. Now, Dr. Amalu, who's known for the concussion movie Concussion with Will Smith, he came on and said, if this guy plays again, there's a possibility he can kill himself. Now, with a world-renowned doctor coming out and saying this to you as a quarterback, how do you take his advice? I think you roll with the punches, man. I mean, because legitimately, like, who is the healthiest quarterback in, in the NFL? Right? I mean, who's been around for a very, very long time? we got all these rookie quarterbacks. I mean, Let's just take Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has been somewhat of an Iron Man over the course of his career. One bad hit and he's dead. That's football, right? Like, I mean, you, you can't go out onto the field of play with that in your mind. It will affect your play. If you're going to roll the dice, you roll the dice every time you enter onto the field, whether you've had a concussion in the last week, if you've had one in the last year, or if you've never had one, one hit is really all that it takes. One major head trauma. And we could see an episode kind of like we saw when Tua got his second concussion where he goes into a seizure on the field. And no. the player is never going to say no. They're always going to want to play, especially a quarterback who plays for stats, who plays for big contract money. All right. I was now. Say, he plays for bonuses. Let's be honest. He ain't playing for stats. He's playing for the stats to get him that bonus. That's, at the what, end. that's exactly. Now, let's look at the quarterbacks, the great quarterbacks of I'll pick – the 70s, 80s, compared to today's quarterbacks. How much tougher are they than today's quarterback? Now, you're talking Ken Stabler. You're talking Terry Bradshaw. Um, Joe Namath. Um, uh, Troy Aikman. Steve Young. Joe Montana. Joe, Mon Joe Montana, of all people, right? One hit, and that was it. But, but you say, Vito, like how far we have come and what we have learned and what we understand now about concussions versus what we understood then. I don't know as though the players are necessarily tougher or weaker. It's just we have more knowledge about what's going on right now. How many concussions do you really think that Terry Bradshaw had over the course of his career? How many was he diagnosed with? It's a very, very different number, right? Like if, if we would have known then what we know now, it's very possible that, you know, all those infamous plays that Terry Bradshaw pulled off that none of them happened because he's not even on the field. Okay. Good point. The second incident that happened was a football player, an NFL star pushed one of the reporters and now he's being brought up on charges. Guys, what is your take on that? Should have stayed in green Bay and this crap wouldn't have happened. That's my take on it. Go pack. Go. All right. Absolute bullshit. So first of all, yes, he him and Renfro ran into each other. They lost the game in Kansas City. He threw his helmet down. He was mad leaving the field, okay? I've been studying every little aspect of this whole thing since Monday. Okay. At halftime, 
the Kansas City fans were throwing shit towards the Raiders in that tunnel as they were going through, right? That, that's documented. That happened. Right. On top of the frustrations, he's going back, fresh off of a competitive football game, helmet still on. We don't know. Peripheral vision cut short to norm without a helmet. Their video evidence, yes, he pushed him. The guy walked right in front of him with equipment, and it happened so quick. What are you going to do in that situation when things were getting thrown earlier in the night? You're coming off. You're you instantly are pushing whatever you see come in front of you instantly. The fact that he didn't stop and apologize, he just kept walking is why people are pissed off. Misdemeanor, that guy pressing charges that he's hurt, F him. F that photographer. I hope he gets hit by a bus. Okay. Jargo. Agree 100%. And if this wouldn't have happened in Green Bay, the uh, the reporter would have apologized to Devontae Adams, not the other way around. All right. Now, let's take this incident and let's go into basketball with the big feud that happened with Draymond Green and Poole. Now, Draymond Green sucker punched this kid. Okay. Now, here's a very good scenario. Does the kid have the right to press charges against Draymond Green and the and the Warriors for an unsafe work environment. Jargo. Absolutely. He has that right, and the NBA absolutely has the right to blackball him after he does. Wow. I mean, because let's be honest, that's what would happen, right? Who, who'd want to play with that kid if you go and file charges against Draymond Green? Yeah. What happened to, like, I, I get it, like, Draymond Green, dick move, punched him. I We don't know what was said, why it all happened and escalated. But, like, let's be honest. Like, that's playground stuff, right? And usually what happens, they get back up and they continue playing. So I'm interested. I'm now compelled to watch the Warriors and see how these two – dude, if they end up, like, balling and giving each other chest bumps and they're going to, like, make everybody look stupid, like, hey, we handled this in-house. To me, must-see TV. I mean, but let's flip it around. I don't, let's, I don't look at, let's talk about the Golden State Warriors head coach, Steve Kerr. I remember an incident very, very similar to this that happened in him in, what, 97, I want to say? Michael Jordan punched him out during practice? Is Steve Kerr going to turn around and file char charges against Michael Jordan? Hell no. You suck it up. You get back out there with your teammates. You earn your respect, and you play ball. That's yeah. that's the way this is going to go. Now, yeah, this yeah. wasn't a stabbing or a shooting thing, like at a nightclub. or a, It was a punch, like a heated fight, which men do. Like I, I don't get it, man. Like blown overboard because we're in the sensitivity era now all right now with that said what happens at the lake of lake of world if patrick beverly and westbrook come to blows who i mean who's at fault they already knew these guys don't like each patrick other. beverly patrick beverly is at fault <laughs> why is he at fault? he's an instigator because for sure well, number one, he's a well-known instigator. And number two, Russell Westbrook is a star who's getting paid tens of millions of dollars. Pat Bev, even if Russell Westbrook comes out and talks about how, you know what? Uh, listen, Pat Bev, Vito made your old lady his new gumad. That's what's up. And Pat Bev hauls off and hits him. Pat Bev's fault. Did you see that video from a preseason game where the Lakers team huddled and, and uh, Westbrook didn't wasn't even any part of that? It was like isolated from the rest of the team, like before the game started. Like that's what's happening. Right Westbrook now. was huddled with his entire team. Him. Yep. Yeah. Vito. What do you think, man? Westbrook. It's it's 
It's not going to – I mean, it already hasn't worked out. What makes us think that it will work out? Is LeBron James this great of a teammate? He's going to be able to make this work? I'm going to say this, guys, okay? This guy has been under so much scrutiny over the past few years because he doesn't win. Last year, he was with the Lakers. He took the blame for a shitty team, all right? Now, all summer long, the trade rumors – if you don't think they got to him, you are mistaken. Every day he's in the news. Every day they say, where is he going to be? What's going to be with his future? Now he's got to go back to the team that didn't want him, who openly was trying to trade him. How does he fit in there? I don't think he does. I think that he ends up getting traded to Indiana. I really do. I think that's he what's going to end up happening. I think he'll get traded too. I mean – if he doesn't, and it just seems like he's playing okay, even as a role – like him as a role player, it, he's a star. He wants to be a star, a triple-double guy. But if it somehow does work out, which is at the low end of the spectrum, percentage-wise, LeBron James, well, then you got to give him kudos. Guys, you want to know where think. I see him going? The Knicks. Yeah, I, know, I, I know exactly. I think he's going to go to the Knicks because the Knicks need a number two guard. No, 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 no. They, just think about this. They got Brunson, right? They still don't, and they got they could put Barrett at the at the small forward. They still don't have that explosive two guard. How about this, Vito? I think we both can win in this situation, right? So the Halliburton and Miles Davis trade both go down, right? Westbrook goes to Indiana. Indiana releases him immediately. He never puts on an Indiana Pacers uniform, and the Knicks can sign him on the cheap. I, if I was the Knicks, because the Knicks were just talking about they don't have the firepower to compete. If they put Westbrook on that team without giving up any pieces. They still don't have the firepower to compete. I think they are a worse team with Russell Westbrook on it than they are without him. You can't say that because he brought the Warriors, he brought the Wizards to the playoffs by himself. Are the Knicks not a playoff team without Russell Westbrook? Not last year. No, I'm, I'm talking this year. I mean, we went through it the other day. Like yeah. we're, we're figuring it up there like a six seed. They may maybe move up to what? A five with Russell Westbrook? I don't think it's worth the investment. All right. Let's go to baseball. And Mr. Virtue, your guardians, uh, not the guardians, the Cleveland Indians, Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland. What are you thinking and how do they look? Well, it's rained out today. Uh, I don't know. I think they're going to win tomorrow. I think they're going to win the second game. I think Bieber – He's going to pitch a gem, and they only they might not only need the one or two runs because right now that seems like all they're capable of doing. But it's weird. During the regular season, they weren't a power team at all, but they were a scrappy team. As soon as the playoff hits and that pressure comes on, it's even harder to hit the baseball. But I'm not sold on anything outside of Garrett Cole uh, from the Yankees' starting rotation and bullpen. So I think that this still could be a series. Obviously, they can't go down 2-0. Like that, it's over if they go down 2 0, but Bieber's pitching tomorrow. And the day off, I think today's game being rained out, I think that's going to help the Guardians. Mr. Jago. Um, I'll take the Yankees six to one to win tomorrow. Okay. I, I, I take two to one, two to one Guardians. I mean, if, if Cleveland's going to get a game, that's the kind of game they're going to get. They're not going to outslug the. Right, like a, yeah. a two to one, one to nothing, three to two. If you start getting into like that four run territory, Cleveland's not winning. All right, now we all talked about the Mets. Both of us, all three of us, talked about the Mets and their failures. But and I said this past week, I thought the Mets 
have the better chance of beating the Dodgers than the Padres do. And then the Padres come up, and all of a sudden they're playing playoff baseball. Guys, where do you see the Padres going this year? I see him going all the way back to San Diego after the Dodgers beat them. I, I agree. Um, I don't know. They have, like, what's-his-name suspended, and they're stacked still, but that team just seems like it's pieces and parts, and that they don't have that chemistry that the Dodgers have been able to build the last few years. That's the difference when it comes this time of year, October baseball. But watch out for San Diego next year. I think oh, San yeah, Diego's they're going to have a really good team going into next season. That, remember the Dodgers when they got assembled? And they struggled for a while, like choked in the playoffs, and then boom, it just clicked. Yep. San Diego will probably be the same way. It'll take some time. They could use a good pitcher or two. I hear DeGrom's going to be available. Now, that's another thing I want to talk <clears throat> about. Free agents. Do the Mets sign DeGrom? I am against it. And I say let him go because the money we're going to pay him for half a season – I don't want to invest in it, but for that money they're going to save, they could sign three or four of their own players and possibly get a major superstar. Now, Virtue, you've been looking at the Mets, and so has Mr. Jargo. We're all invested in this. How do you see the Mets with their free agency? Do they sign Aaron Judge and shock the baseball world and throw $500 million, or do they piece it together? So the Mets will spend money. They will throw everything they can to keep DeGrom. They're going to spend money because that's what they do now. Judge is either going to stay a Yankee or he's going to go to San Francisco because that's where he's from. Like that, to me, if he if he lands anywhere else, I would be shocked. Uh, I think DeGrom stays with the Mets because the Mets will overpay him. The Mets are now the New York Yankees in terms of payroll. I think Vito is going to take up drinking. Um, because I think DeGrom is going to stay in New York, but he's going to move to the Bronx. (laughs) There you go. I had a funny feeling. They had a big piece in the New York Post about DeGrom going to the Yankees. DeGrom, Cole. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Scherzer, DeGrom, Cole. Dude, I'm telling you, though, DeGrom and Scherzer are at the points in their careers now. They're going to be hurt a lot. Once it starts, remember Kershaw hit that thing, and they're never the same. And Kershaw's so a number four starter with the Dodgers. And this that's not gonna be worth that money. Go young. Look what the tribe, the, the tribe, the guardians do. The pitching they've always had really good pitching, and it's always younger. And then they go on with the, you know, they move on from them when the contracts come up and they get new young pitchers again through the farm system. That's how you do it in baseball. All right, let's switch our attention to wrestling. Oh. Seems that there are people begging for some wrestling questions and wrestling talk. Guys. Orange Cassidy won his first title last night. Hey, it was a North Atlantic mid subterranean Los City of Atlantis championship. Why not? Now, right? Does it make him more prominent in the wrestling world or just a prominent figure in a cult uh, wrestling organization like the AEW? Jargo. <laughs> I don't think it does anything for him. Um, because if I remember correctly, Orange Cassidy has been getting way more TV time than Pac, and Pac's been running around with two belts. So, I mean, I guess the the positive is the the new prop that Tony Khan paid for can be featured on TV often, but I don't think it does anything for Orange Cassidy's stock going up or down. I mean, the the all-Atlantic, subterranean, mid-terranean Pacific championship of the world um, I, to me, is actually below the Ring of Honor TV championship. And that guy doesn't even defend the title. He's in a tag team with Wardlow. 
Wow. Like when I see Orange Cassidy and his little best friends, like go for the trios title, be in a tag team, be the mascot. But you, like him going over Pac, Pac, whatever, I don't buy it. That is a super bad punch. That's just catering to those diehard AEW fans. Like, ugh, sorry. I think, I, I think Orange Cassidy needs an evolution of character far more than he needed a pretend fake fighting champion. Now, guys, I saw him use the super punch, same finish as Roman Reigns, but he hit him three or four times before he finished him. That sounds I, about right. Right? Like, don't you think that Orange Cassidy would have to hit you four times to equal one of Roman Reigns's? Like, that seems legit to me. Not after Darby Allen did a dump on uh, Billy Gunn for one for a one count for a three count. That made me sick to my stomach. I'm still having nightmares over it. But when you talk about guys who are basically the same size, Pac has a better body. But wait, 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 wait. Height wise, Vito, I'm following you. These guys are not the same size, though. Same weight category, different proportion of how the body's sculpted. That's why I said. What Pac do you think, Jargo? I think Pac's, Pac's got 30 pounds on Cassidy because muscle weighs, right? Muscle weighs, doesn't it? I think you're. I think you're exactly right, Virtue. I'm trying to. And why he's looking that up, you know? Though I, I'm interested to hear why you said. You're, you're exactly ahead. right. Orange Cassidy is listed at 161 pounds. Pack is listed at 194 pounds, so he has 30 pounds on Orange Cassidy. Wow. Wow. He's wow, just wow. thick, Vito. Like, well, I he know is, he's, he's a got, short guy, but he's, he's got a good body. I, I yeah. give I give him. He's got a great body. I'm not. I'm not. I I, I like him. And we we actually wrestled together overseas. I got no beefs with him. Like you know, I just made an observation. Are you on the Orange Cassidy bandwagon though? Like for any particular reason? Because he's over with those fans. Nah, I just think it's a character gimmick that people buy into, and it's a cult following, just like ECW. And you're either gonna like it or you don't. And if you buy it. Virtue Hornswoggle was over with the fans, too. I wouldn't put a championship on it. That's true. Wow, wow, wow. Now, guys, we're still getting over all the fighting in AEW. Guys, what's your latest? I know you guys have all your uh, secret go-to people, and you got all your ins and outs. What's the latest scoop on all the fighting in AEW? As far as I know, it work, Virtue. What do you think? I mean, it subsided with all those people gone and they're, you know, I mean, of course, the whole Sammy Guevara stuff happened with Andrade, but you got Jericho becoming a locker room leader and Moxley with this new contract. Now he's going to be a mentor. There's no way this locker room can be in turmoil anymore. Vito, you got those veterans. They're going to be undertake undertaking that locker room, like no pun intended there, but. What about that kid, uh, uh, Dan Housen? I mean, he's a character. Do you guys like him or you don't like him? I love Dan Housen, but I mean, let's be honest about what Dan Housen is, right? Like, he is a comedy character who is playing the part of Andy Kaufman as a demon. Yeah. Like, he, he's Andy Kaufman. There's, there's nothing more to Dan Housen. He's Andy Kaufman. He's comic relief. Him and Orange Cassidy could go out and make some hilarious vignettes. But I mean, Inside the ring, virtue. Have you seen anything out of Dan Housen that makes you go, "Yeah, I need more Dan Housen on my TV"? Outside of your curse. No, no, he's like the dark. You got Orange Cassidy's like the 
you know, fun loving mascot. And then you got the spooky, you know, the monsters, the Adams family type kookiness in Dan Housen comedy though. It, it's, that's all it is. It's comedy. My now, personal favorite thing is that Tony Khan thinks his last name is Housen and his first name is Dan. He says it Dan Housen, which is just absolutely hilarious. To me. Like, that makes the whole gimmick. Now, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a matchmaker here, and a match I'd like to see in AEW is Pack versus Taz's son. That's a match of two buzzsaws, two you know guys well, who are, who are you know the same height, a little bit of weight difference, but same concept of wrestling. What do you guys think about? I mean, I Vito, I would buy into that more than the Orange Cassidy Pac thing. So, like, why not? Like that, I'm okay with because at least Hook is presenting himself as a fighter, right? Right? Like legit, he's not doing that goofy stuff. So, I, I would give that a, a chance at least. I think a program between them would be awesome. Jago, what do you think about that booking matchup? I mean, I'm down for it. Mostly because Hook finds himself in a very, very strange position because he's like a lower card guy, but he's undefeated and they want to keep him undefeated. So they're just keeping him, putting him against guys that you've never heard of so that they can keep him lower on the card, but keep him undefeated. Like I'm ready for Hook to start elevating up the card and start wrestling some real competition. Otherwise, I think people are going to get off of that train real quick. And what happens to champions after they lose a match? They go on a losing streak and they start putting people over. That would be the perfect scenario for Hook to get over and become legitimate to have a series against Pac. And I'm talking two out of three falls. With it? Build him. Give him right. I mean, Pac's better than who he's been wrestling. So. Pac can make him look great, that's for sure. Now, let's go over to the WWE. We have a lot of people coming back. And nobody's leaving, which is a good thing. Guys, Braun Strowman, I read, is almost on the way out again. Did you guys hear that rumor? I mean, I haven't really heard or seen much from him. So I since that, like, first couple of weeks, what am I missing? Seems that he pissed somebody off already, and he might be on his way out. Is he creating his own narrative? I don't know, my brother, but I'm telling you, you just get back to making 500 grand plus, which is probably what he's making. And you're going to shit the bed when you get there. I get now we might have to wait because that could be true, but with Wyatt back, they could also be getting the Wyatt pieces together too, for this. What if Bray's going to have this faction? You know, we don't know. I mean, Rowan was, I don't know if he was working with anybody with a contract, but you know, I, I, the reason why I could see that band getting back together is Kind of because Triple H is there, and this kind of like a tribute to Luke Harper, like their way to say, hey, man, remember we ran, we're going to do this for you. I don't know. I always said for years that 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 team should get together again. Mr. Jago always said, I said it to you, I said it to Mr. Jago, that is the one team I wish that would get together, add a couple of spicy pieces, Sister Abigail coming to life. We got something. I think the match at WrestleMania is Omos versus Braun Strowman. And we have between now and WrestleMania to figure out which guy we're putting over and which one we're releasing. I don't I see. Mean, that's that's break. I feel about it. What do you think about the Good Brothers being back at the WWE beside AJ Styles? 
I mean, it's so AJ Styles has his buddies to go up against the Judgment Day. Think about it. Triple H, a couple of his guys there, you know, it's just that's what happens, dude. That's what he Triple H is like. He wants that adoration from the indie fans. And so he's like catering to them hardcore right now. Okay. As long as they, they actually let them be the good brothers and not what Vince McMahon did to them and just make them AJ Stooges, then I'm intrigued. If they just end up AJ Stooges again, I mean, if I'm New Japan, I'm not even sure I take the Never Open Weight Championship off of Carl. I think I just yeah. let him roll with it. All right. Last subject on our card is The Rock came up and he's in, he's out, he's in, he's out. Guys, your prediction for WrestleMania will leave the wrestling fans here and all of the people for, for men of business or the sit down and Both. getting color. Now, I named all three because everybody wants to know. Guys, does The Rock appear at WrestleMania? Mr. Jago, go ahead and lead us off. Nope. Doesn't show. Nope. Absolutely. It's done. Contracted, signed. We're going to actually see him on WWE TV before then. They're going full on. And the reason why, doesn't matter if he's a big Hollywood star. Doesn't matter what this insurance company of Rock's is. He's made sure, speculation, that this is going to work out for the bloodline, for cuz. He's putting him over. The Rock's yeah. pissed that he stood in Philadelphia after Royal Rumble and he couldn't get Roman over by putting his arm in the air because of the timing was bad. The way Vince McMahon presented Roman was bad. This is the opportunity to get everybody to say, it's right. happening. I'm calling it's, it, Jargo. I think it's Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns, and Roman eats the pin at WrestleMania. <sighs> no, no, no. We I'll just, even disagree I, with that. It was no. Rhodes, you know, I'm just saying that's what I think they're going to do. Now, if if the match with The Rock happens, I think Roman goes over, and it. I can still see Roman dropping the titles to Cody. No, if Cody ever does it, he has to have 50 money in the banks, <laughs> okay? And on the 50th try, he gets in. Oh, We're going to end the show on that. Okay. Okay, we got The Rock coming. We got <clears throat> The Rock going. I'm in the middle. I'm sitting here waiting. This has been the sit-down. Mr. Jargo, Mr. Virgil, it's always a pleasure to sit with you boys and be part of the team. I want to have everybody subscribe. I thank you very much. Mr. Virtue. Close your show. Get Mr. Jargo in. You can do my stuff. It's all yours. Jargo, I know you're not big about plugging anything. Yes or no? Uh, social media, at not Jargo, michaeljargo.com. There you go. Vito's over on Twitter, at the Big Vito brand. And I am also over there, if you dare, at no DQ underscore virtue. But this has been the sit down with Big Vito. The sit down. We also do men of business and getting color. It's all right here on the Big Vito brand. For Mr. J, Dr. Jargo, and for Big Vito LaGrasso, I am Virtue. We will see you again next time. Oh, shout out to Kyle and the Cleaver Andrew as well. He's on his honeymoon. We'll see him soon. The Shrock hey. says, I'm not coming to WrestleMania, brother. <laughs> and, of course, where is Aaron Riff tonight? Stay, Stay night. tuned. Catch the Big Vito brand on Twitch every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern.